0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Muck podcast. I'm Nick Houselman. And this is an announcement to let you know that we are going to be doing a new series called The Weekender over on Patreon that will appear every Friday. And this is a little sneak preview, so you can get a handle on what it's like and why you'd want to go over there and join the Patreon and be part of that community, which has been incredible and amazing with a lot of people there and a lot of great conversations. So uh, here it is. Check it out. And uh, feel free to check out the actual Patreon as well at patreon.com
1: slash podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Weekender edition of the Muckrake Podcast. Oh, very nice. There it is. What well, we got there? Uh that's a that's a that's a logger. Is what yeah, that is. Right. So we uh we are we're, we're to the weekend. We made it through so much absurdity and so much strife. I'm Jared Yates Hackney. I'm here as always with Nick Halseman. Uh Nick, how are you feeling? How are you feeling on the eve of this weekend? I am feeling
0: awesome. Uh, we're having people over on Sunday for a barbecue in our neighbor, our actual neighbors in LA. We are friendly with our neighbors, and they're going to come over and hang out. That doesn't sound right, because I have heard that Los Angeles is
1: a uh, dystopian nightmare hellscape where only liberals and, and leftists live.
0: Well, the word on the street is that they're actually going to walk to my house, which is really exciting. I,
1: that seems like that's tempting fate. It yeah. Out in, out in that crime metropolis.
0: Oh, well, listen, it, it, crime is everywhere, man. This is we, we live in a it's just like Batman or uh, the Dark Knight uh what we're living in now
1: what what i love about that and on that note uh this isn't actually a segment we're going to talk about but one of the great things that has happened because america is just absolutely insane with this shit is like all of these police uh police stations and, and police forces are asking for more money After they've been outfitted with weapons of war because they're not able to do their jobs. Isn't that incredible that they just continue to keep getting the money, even though they don't earn it?
0: Well, there's an interesting, you know, parallel here to like maybe teachers who need money as well. Um, I feel like, (laughs) well, in the sense that like, okay, obviously we need more teachers so we need more money to pay more teachers. I would argue like with the cops, we probably need like more cops, like better trained. But we probably need more of them, not like more equipment, more whatever. We just need better training and probably more cops so they're not stressed out and strained to the to the nth degree on all these, you know, all, on their shifts. So in some respects, I can follow like, you know, needing like more money, but they just don't know where to spend it. And you know what I'm sounding like a fucking Republican right now.
1: Yeah, we we, we could go through the the parts of that and deal with it. But, you know, what's even more fun, though, Nick, is we can go (laughs) with the person whose solution to all of this was to bring the National Guard out into the streets and just slaughter people. Our our good friend, Senator Fascist Tom Cotton, who made the first segment of the Muckrake podcast, congratulations, Tom, your bullshit, uh, knows absolutely no bounds. Um, You know, we got to talk about this thing because this was like a weird little blip. And I actually saw um, a lot of people sort of reacting to this thing uh, that Tom Cotton tweeted a couple of days ago. Uh, I'm going to read the original tweet which was from Jake Sullivan, uh, and and this is a, a White House national security advisor, who, by the way, Nick, can you remind me really quickly, what is the number one threat to American security and safety? Uh, angry white people. Angry, angry white people trying to maintain white supremacy. Yeah, good point. Jake Sullivan tweeted, <clears throat> on the anniversary of George Floyd's murder, we reflect on the fact that dismantling systemic racism is also a national security priority. The fight for racial justice at home and abroad is foundational to our future and how the world sees us. Now, I, before we get to what Cotton said, do you, see, do you see any problem with this? Do you see anything controversial? Do you see anything off the wall? Nothing. It sounds good to me. Yeah, sounds totally fine. And let's see what Senator Dipshit had to say to that. He quote tweeted and said, this tweet is approved by the Communist Party of China. Makes me kind of want to go to China. Oh my God. Now we're going to get into exactly what Senator Dipshit, Tom Cotton, was saying here and what this means and what what the historical background is it and what 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 he's signaling to people. But before we do, I just want to pull up really quick an MSNBC.com article titled Tom Cotton Sees Chinese Propaganda in the Strangest Places. And the subtitle is the White House National Security Advisor said systemic racism is a national security threat. Why does Tom Cotton have a problem with that? Well, they don't get it, Nick. They don't, they, they, they don't get it. They think it's just a weird thing. They don't understand everything that's played into this tweet and what Tom Cotton is signaling to all those followers. They don't get it.
0: The followers get it, though, right?
1: Oh, they absolutely, <laughs> absolutely get it. And to go ahead and get people up to speed, uh, we, we need to reiterate one of our favorite topics, which is uh, fascist conspiracy theories and how these <laughs> – We, we need music for this segment. <laughs> we, we need a fascist conspiracy theory seem, theme song.
0: Right. Da-dun, da-dun, da. No, that's not the French. French national anthem
1: doesn't work. We need some sort of uh, pomp and circumstance, I would think, right? Do, wait, do we want to give fascist conspiracy theories pomp and circumstance? I mean, just because we need Do we want to make it just... sound like a good time, <laughs> like Macho Man Randy Savage coming down to yeah. the, yeah. the ring? Or what? you want to make it like solid gold or some dance theme, you know? <laughs> National fascist dance party. Woo. Oh, I love it. So to go ahead and, and bring everybody up to date. This tweet, which is absolute white supremacist paranoid bullshit, is about the idea that fomenting racial discord in America every time that it happens, any times that African Americans go out and protest, any time there are calls for reforms, any time that you want to talk about white supremacy and systemic problems, that isn't just an organic groundswell thing of people asking for rights and and human dignity and demanding it, it has to be a foreign threat, Nick. It has to be some enemy of the state who is fomenting this problem. It has to be an attack on the nation.
0: Well, you know, here's the thing. If he had just written, if Jake Sullivan had just written, the fight for racial justice at home and abroad is foundational to our future and how the world sees us, omitting the George Floyd part, I don't think yeah. Tom Cotton even sees this tweet, right? It's the no. George Floyd part of this that like gets the fever dream pitching and, and going overboard here. Uh, and it's proving what he is saying, right? Like he, he, Tom Cotton is proving that the systemic racism exists because of what how he responded to that. Um, I, I mean, listen, China. Why are we giving China a bad rap about their, you know, their their? State? Well, we know
1: why. <laughs> we, <laughs> we know, know Why? Well, real fast to get people up to date because you and I are hopelessly, continuously swimming in this sludge. We're keeping track of this. We do it so you all don't have to. Nick, can you get some of our listeners who maybe they're they're healthier, maybe they don't self-harm by looking at this shit – can you give them the paranoid, fever dream, racist idea of what happened with the Black Lives Matter protest movement? What 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 was what was secretly happening in the right's paranoid brain? Well, whenever they see
0: black people on the streets, I think is really just what kind of sets it all off, right? Like that is the thing we saw this in, in St. Louis with the guy. By the way, who's now running for Congress? Right, the guy, the the, the half after the, after the wind do with his M16. Um, You know, when that was, that's a good example right there of a microcosm of the reaction. There are people who are marching down the street as part of a protest Peacefully, and uh, they come running out there with their guns, ready to go to battle and ready to kill people because they are people of color. That's really what it is. That's what that's the image they're trying to conjure, uh, and they're trying to stoke the fear of, of, of again the other. And it's they can I, they can do a nice sort of cross racism here. They can they can sort of get Black Lives Matter mixed in with Chinese people. Uh, you know, Jews are dealing with it now as well. I yep. mean, here's the thing: yep. I'm going to throw this out there. You know, there, there, there is some violence going on in LA right now against Jews. Right in the midst. Of what's going on in Israel, uh, some you know it's very minor, but there's a couple of, you know people who are angry and they're driving around a little bit and they and they find people who are obviously Jewish and they're like beating them up. That's what happened a little bit. Uh, you know my in-laws who you know spend plenty of time on Fox News call us and they say you better be careful. You better not be walking around outside because you know they're they're beating up Jews right now on the street. And my wife is looking at her phone saying like, what is this? What are you talking about? Like no one even, no one's going to know that I'm a Jew, you know, I'm Jewish. Um, but that is the fever pitch. That is the dream that they have. And uh, it's its really, I don't know how you'd ever get to deprogram that short of having people like that spend time with people of color and spend time in China. I don't know,
1: somehow to get them to stop doing it. Well, and, and really fast, just so we can go ahead. We enjoy nuance yeah. on this podcast. I want to go on the record and say, you can criticize what is happening in Israel-Palestine without being anti-Semitic And without hating and attacking Jewish people, you can do both things at the exact same time. The same goes with China, because, by the way, i like I haven't looked today, but I assume that I've been called either a deep state agent or a Chinese communist agent at some point today. You can criticize China and its treatment of things like uh, the Uyghurs and their own people and the fact that they're a technocratic dystopia, but also not want to go into a full-blown cold war with them right which is what the right and tom cotton has played that role for a while right i mean he he's been beating this drum for a very long time what the republican party in the right likes to do is they basically like to say oh people of color don't have it that bad actually they're being misled by democrats and also, there are shadowy figures in the distance, right? And by the way, yes, that those are parentheses. Those are Jewish puppet masters. Or, and this is really weird because this was always like a weird mindfuck that they had to do. During the Red Scare with the Cold War, they always combine the Jewish influence and the Russian influence. Which actually, for those who are listening who have done the research... That was Hitler's idea. The idea that the communist world was secretly run by Jews, even though they also discriminated against Jews. Jews. So, you know, (laughs) this is one of those situations where they truly, honestly, back in the first Red Scare in 1917, and then in the civil rights era, they constantly said the only reason the people of color are marching in the streets, the whole reason that they're all stirred up, Is because the communists are doing it. There's this outside threat that's trying to overthrow America and destabilize America. That's what Tom Cotton's saying right now. Yeah. And back in the BLM protest, you heard this too. It was George Soros. George Soros was paying all those people to do this, right? And it just so happens George Soros is uh Nick, can you check your notes? What what how would you how do you define George Soros? He's a nice Jewish man, nice old Jewish oh, man. Oh, okay, Jewish. Oh, okay. So it's that conspiracy all over again and it yeah. keeps playing its damn self out.
0: Who, who was also originally from a communist country. Ooh. They're like they it crosses the stream they're crossing the streams here, Jared. And I just I'm, realized that why that's such a brilliant image we have from Ghostbusters is because the stream are multicolored rainbow of colors. <laughs> and they, That's the, the, and that's like it represents it perfectly uh, as they want to, you know, destroy uh, anybody who doesn't look like them and, uh, and make sure that they stay in their
1: place in society. Have you noticed, Nick, that when you really start to piece together all this shit, because it's incoherent, right. it really, it really truly is incoherent. When you start to piece it together, the worldview view. Hear me out here is that white men are over here and everybody else is over there and they are conspiring against them. It's everybody but white men. It's always every. The women are in on it. The people of color are in on it. The poor are in on it. The, the liberals who are against them. All of these people are conspiring. It's an incoherent worldview because white supremacy is incoherent. The problem is is that assholes like Senator Dipshit, Tom Cotton, they're good at this. They're really good at this. And what they've been able to do, particularly as this new Cold War escalates, like we were talking about our friend David Parsons the other day, as this new Cold War escalates, it's going to be China behind everything. China is going to be behind every uprising, every reform movement, everything that happens within America. They're going to turn that that conspiratorial eye towards China. It's just inevitable. China is the
0: new Soviet Union.
1: Right. Yeah. They're, they're the new they're, they're, they need to create Here's the funny thing is we're
0: now in 2021. and They're trying to create an 80s style or 50s style, you yep. know, uh, universe here. It, it won't work. You know, things have changed radically. Uh, by the way, you know, you're a white guy. Why, why do you hate yourself so much? Right. Like,
1: I, I think I've gotten an email asking me that. Today. Yeah.
0: That's what they would say to you. Right. Like, you know, you stand up for yourself, man. Don't let these women push you around and be a man like, you know, that, that's, you know, uh, I, that's what the reaction is. I just saw something on Fox News and I erased it from my brain. But part of it was recently how they went had all these segments about, uh, you know, something about that where the, the white men are being stamped out. And, they, you know, they'll spend 50 percent of the whole show on that. And not mention the fact that, like you know, Trump is Trump organization is you know about to get uh, seriously indicted.
1: And you have been listening to a free preview of our patreon exclusive weekender show if you want to get in on all the fun and get that bonus episode every week not to mention exclusive content uh live hangouts question and answer sessions we're even going to do some of these live so you can come and watch how the sausage is made all you have to do is go over to patreon.com slash podcast on top of that you get to hang out with the muckrake community which are a really good group of people so you should do that that is patreon.com slash podcast we'll see everybody next week we